0: all right check one, two, three, one, two, three. We are back again, folks. We had some technical <laughs> d- difficulties getting off the ground, but we are here. We are off the runway, and we are catching momentum and altitude as we go.
1: That's I it.
0: am your ho- your co-host Deontay, and I'm
1: Shakima,
0: and we are done laps. <laughs> so welcome. I feel
1: like this message must be important
0: tonight, or something. It must be because the enemy is like, fighting. I'm talking about throwing punches and bunches. <laughs> punches and bunches
2: oh m g
0: yes indeed yes indeed but All just like right.
1: always we resolved it as a team yes, right we did. like team we Dunlap. just put two heads together better than one and oh y'all how we
0: do it when we do it shouter. listen let me tell you something
1: we got it done though and so we are so delighted to be back with y'all tonight last yes, week we took off because i was a little under the weather
0: well i think that we both were we both were a bit under under the wheezy, not feeling good.
1: Yeah. So, and I sounded like him. <laughs> yeah. That My was voice not, was.
0: That was not the move. That was not the move. Everybody's <laughs> confused of who's saying what to who.
1: So yeah. So thank you all for being patient with us while uh, Texas is just with the pollen. I went to. Um, so I attended the Milken Award uh, celebration for the one of the new milking teachers in san antonio and so that's kind of i I was in an elementary school that day that was two fridays ago right and um yeah i came home with the cooties i think the my my immune system is not built for you know being with uh the littles right now i've been virtual for a minute and so going back into that building like that with those littles that that kind of took a toll on me but i'm back
0: i think i think a little bit of a two has something to do with the allergies because we know that cedar cedar in texas it hits you pretty hard so it could have been a combination of both i think it was a perfect storm
2: right.
0: a perfect storm but nonetheless we are here today ready to play we came to do this thing the way we do it how we do it when we do yeah. it all right so episode 13 is in the building and we're gonna kick it off in our typical fashion, our traditional fashion. We're gonna talk about history today. In history, mm-hmm. would you like to kick us off today, my love?
1: Yeah. So I'm just delighted to be with y'all on the last day of Black History Month. Even though the we know every day, day is Black History, because uh, that's just what we do. Yeah. But I'm decided. I'm delighted to be here on the last day of Black History Month. And um, today, for my for my babies, for my scholars, I had on my shirts unapologetically dope black teacher Let's and go. so that's how we does it when we do it when we do it so today in history february 28th 1942 white mob riots uh white mobs no i had that wrong white mobs because that's plural, plural. Mm-hmm. mobs is plural Riot against racial integration in detroit and uh the the image is from the library of congress of a sign like a banner and it says we want white tenants in our white community so on february 28 1942 black families attempted to move into their new homes in detroit michigan but were met with violence and intimidation from white mobs and were ultimately denied entry into their homes Ain't detroit black.
0: i was just thinking that
1: okay, so. okay. Before and during World War II, the city of Detroit was a hub for economic activity that attracted a large influx of new residents. Many newcomers were African-Americans fleeing racial violence and inequality in the rural South in a wave known as the Great Migration. Those who resettled in Detroit felt the city offered new opportunities for economic mobility. Housing scarcity was a major challenge for the growing city, As new construction did not keep pace with the increasing population, and residential segregation created dangerous slums. Black families were banned from most public housing, restricted to overcrowded neighborhoods, and often forced to pay higher rents to live in dilapidated homes without indoor plumbing. They also faced hostility from the local Ku Klux Klan police, and at the same time, and groups of white workers. In June 1941, Detroit policymakers approved plans to build the Sojourner Truth Home. Why do they always put the projects named after our heroes? That's so so disgusting. A public housing project for African-Americans located in a white neighborhood. Over protests from local white people, construction was completed that year, and the city authorized Black families to move in starting in February 28, 1942. One day before, growing crowds of local white people marched through the housing project, on move-in day, only a few Black families braved the harassment and intimidation. Some were struck with rocks. Police responded by halting the moves and arresting more than 200 Black people and only three white individuals. The new residents were displaced until April when six Black families moved
2: in under the protection of 2,000 city and state officials. So it's not enough to be in the slums but you got to be harassed while you're there too (sighs) paying more to to have worse right which has that still continues right um i'm just so i'm tired and i'm tired in a way like okay so today
1: y'all know i hate to tell y'all when people do dumb stuff but today you know, I was having a discussion with someone, some uh, a melanin-redacted individual, and the conversation went a little like, hey, you know, I'm cool, and the other individual said, I'm cooler, and I said, okay, well, let's settle it. I said, today's the last day of Black History Month. I still got a few hours left, so let me have it, right,
2: and this fellow woman says, Well, you know, women's history month starts tomorrow, so I still feel like and I said it's okay. I happen to be both. Like, did you you thought that women's history month that was just for you? Like, dang, we had to wait all black history month,
1: and now it's finally our turn, as if there weren't black women in Black History Month, and there won't be Black women
0: in women's history month well it's only solidarity when it's convenient
1: interest converges
2: right
0: yeah it's when it's it's solidarity when you're when your interest align but any other time <laughs> it's a, it's that's that's wild you know but you would just um, think
1: that like another woman wouldn't
0: it's just that idea that you got to be one uped you know somebody got to one-up you you know it's just unnecessary you know competition like i gotta i gotta get that last you know it's like if you want to do that go run track if you want to win by a nose just go run track or go do something where you can where you win when you can win by something like that but well
1: i'm just gonna say uh, in the american oppression olympics you're gonna be hard-pressed to be the black woman and i'm gonna leave it at that,
2: so, well, I have that nerve. you know
1: like i i was just like wait a minute so in your thinking in your in your logic you just
0: you know it's either you got to be you got to be on top even if it means you got to be at the most bottom (laughs) that's that's the competition you know we got to struggle like you said the struggle olympics you know everybody you know wants to be on par with other people it's not enough to be you know it's like they got to be you know they got to one-up you regardless of where it's at is instead of connecting you know instead one you know they either got to be better or worse than so it's unfortunate Mm -hmm. truth all right well
1: what you got
0: my love moving right along to today in technology um today in technology history some interesting ones today it's some really interesting ones so we will go back to 1885 1885 this on this day 1885 the American Telegraph, the American Telephone and Telegraph Company is incorporated in New York State as a subsidiary of American Bell Telephone. Eventually, the companies would merge and thus AT&T was born. So, so telegraph you, and
1: telephone.
0: Yeah, That's so that, TV. so those of you who don't know what AT&T stands for, it stands mm-hmm. for American Telegraph and Telephone to Telegraph.
2: Okay.
0: All right. And they merged with American Bell to become AT and T,
1: and they
0: still hanging in there. Still hanging. Got
1: phone reception in Austin and some other stuff.
0: Let me tell you, some Swanging the bank and just making it happen. They, I mean, with all these newcomers that came that's that's come relative to them in the last, you know, several decades. Yeah, you know, they're still on par. Still, you know, still, you know, doing just as well and offering, you know, competitive services and things of that nature. So, it's a um, it's a really interesting thing. Wow. Okay.
1: What else Let's you got? See. I know you got some more.
0: Oh, this one's a good one. This one, this is one that everybody should feel. Um, On this day, 1954, the first color television sets using the NTSC standards are offered for sale to the general public. NTSC is the standard used the most of the most of North and South America, Japan, and a few other places in the world. So on February 28th, 1954, the first color TVs go on sale. And, and everybody has a color television in their home yeah.
1: today. Yeah. Now I do remember growing up and having a black and white though. Like you know how they had those little small portable ones mm-hmm. that were black and white. <laughs>
0: I remember my aunt had this one that became a living room, you know, how we, you know, how we don't get rid of stuff. We just make a living room furniture. Like my auntie, she had this big old TV, man. She had it for a long time and it was black and white. It didn't even work. It just became a centerpiece. Actually, my mama still got one. It's not a, it's not a black and white TV, but it's a, it's an old TV that became a centerpiece, a house piece. Mama Teresa, if you listen, I'm coming to see it when we come
1: home i
0: want to see this artifact it is a. it is an art it was like one of the first That's big screen nice. tvs um it's, it's one of the first big screen tvs where you literally had to fold the front down and it had the projection lights with the rg you know rgb and that to reflect off the glass to make the color it was a it was wow. a marvel of technology it really was back in the 80s you know all right and last but not least um this day february 28th 2002 so this is relative relative uh past okay disney ceo claims apple encourages theft this was i think this was the beginning of this was the beginning of um mp3s disney ceo michael eisner testifies at a city at a senate commerce committee hearing in washington dc on the protection of digital content from piracy eisner lobbies for sterner enforcement or copyright laws, claiming that Apple computer advertisements for the iPod encourage copyright violations. Rip makes burn. I remember. Oh,
2: they can create right.
0: theft if they buy this computer. A little over three years later, Eisner was later replaced as CEO by Robert Iger, who quickly rearranged the buyout of Pixar Animation Studios, of which Steve, jo- Steve Jobs was CEO, this move made Steve Jobs Disney's largest shareholder and a member of Disney's board. Steve Jobs, said don't play in my face. After all, let me tell you. So when I take don't
2: play in you, my face
0: lemons, take your lemons and make your lemonade. Let me tell you. Not just take a bite
1: out of the apple. Take that's a bite out of how Disney, you
0: too. do it. You know, that's how you do it. Take the company wow. that accused you of theft and say, you know what, we ain't stealing. I'm finished. I just buy you. <laughs> You <laughs> I know just
1: what? Buy you. No, so that I way all any. yours yeah. always
0: yours is mine now anyway. Wow. So ain't no stealing. Ain't no stealing. So any 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 I'm MP3 always amazed made when American through...
1: people like like capitalists, they're like, Oh, somebody's stealing. I'm like, we stole whole people, like we right. steal land, that's... we steal whatever. Like we yeah. this is America, we steal whatever we want. Like yeah, I... most
0: businesses are a derivative of other businesses, so it's that's like you no know, no ideas do under the sun, right? Wow. I mean, it's interesting, it's interesting how I you ain't know, trying
1: to be funny, but I love like learning how
0: steve jobs make like seriously like steve steve jobs was a boss man steve jobs had a vision he he was like and he ain't like being messed with if you mess with him if you come for him he, yeah. he come right back and he come back he 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 got that that strat. he had that strategic mindset like, a right. chest not checkers baby like all right i ain't gonna get you i ain't gonna get you just yet but give me a couple years i'm a, um you know i know some people that know some people and you know and i'm I'm gonna make some and i'm gonna make some magic moves happen so i love it that is the history of today february 28th the history of technology i love it. up to date that was awesome those were some really really good i mean because all of those
1: i'm like i like they like sometimes when you share stuff i'm like okay like i use technology but that's more like his speed because i don't even know i can i can likely spell whatever it is you're discussing but as far as the application of it i'm like yeah baby that's on you i don't even you don't have to t- give me a tutorial because Absolutely. your brain like functions in a different capacity than mine but yeah I, all of those resonate with me tonight yeah. that's that. To,
0: and to give credit where credit's due with all of this great information i want to get i want to um I want to give shout out to this day in This yes. is where I'm pulling this information from. So if you're interested in history of the history of technology and where we are today, um, uh, check them out. Um, they have some really good information. Um, it's really, 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 really awesome website.
1: So, all right. And for those awesome. of you who were streaming with us on Facebook, I put the link for, um, today's equal justice initiative calendar today in history. So make sure you click on that. Yes,
0: indeed all right my love we're kicking it in we're kicking in the front door of march and bringing it in like a lion like a lion what is on the menu what is the context of this <laughs> this topic here there's so much loaded and there's so much there's so many directions that that can go
1: yeah so, so
0: what's the angle
1: i just remember being a little kid and hearing the teachers t- you know when they were talking to us about the seasons and how to remember like which months came after what month and they would say like March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb, and just thinking about like how March comes in t- with all the thunderstorms and the
2: the spring weather, and so I said, you know, I'm, I'm something like a lion. You something Somebody like a lion? lion. Yeah.
1: So let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about coming in like a lion, and let's 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 think about you know what that means in terms for us for the remainder of this year. And I was thinking about how lions are reposed, right? Like they 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 do a lot of napping, they do a lot of sleeping, but they know when it's time to rumble.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I was thinking about how loaded that terminology is about coming in like a lion. Like you would see a lion sleeping and they're so peaceful. You're like, oh they're just a big cat. But there's a reason why they're called the king of the jungle and i'm just trying to figure out like how did they get king of the jungle was there at one point jungles where they were and like some kind of man-made disaster because they're pretty much on the savannah and stuff like that right so i don't know
2: i
0: I just I, i just think it was a it was a catchy phrase um that people came up with um because it's actually tigers that inhabit the jungle but you're right. You know, lions inhabit, you know, the Sahara, you know, they, they, Ufasa, they Ufasa, Ufasa. Ufasa, you know, they don't really, they don't live in the jungles, you know? Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's really an interesting turn of phrase um, when they're not, you know, I would, be, I would call a silverback gorilla, you know, or a tiger, you mm-hmm. know, Kings of the jungle, you know, cause yeah, cause silverback gorillas are, and tigers are pretty, you know <laughs> pretty pretty vicious you know pretty you know pretty bunch apex predators that you know well gorillas aren't predators but they're pretty much apex in the but jungle but they will fight you though yeah they're, they're the apex in the jungle um so our um and the tigers are the apex predator you know so it's a it's an interesting turn of phrase but um I you know our you know our angle is about momentum mm-hmm you know, staying, you know, staying motivated, keeping your momentum or even regaining momentum in moments where you've had to pause. So my love, I'll give you the floor. How would you like to kick this conversation I like
2: what you did there. I see that little pause, right, pause, pause. You're
1: pretty smart.
0: Accidentally on purpose. I, but...
1: husband. I like what you did with that. Okay. So, you know, this, this conversation got started because I was just thinking about how... Over the years, I feel like I lost some momentum, y'all. Like I just, you know, how you look back at your past and you're like, whoa, like at a certain point I was doing this, I was doing that. And like, if you're looking at a trajectory, if you're doing a straight line, you know, you think that, okay, so by now I should be here mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. I, if I had maintained my momentum. But then I started to think about how we tend to lose our joy for the present when we try to delve too far into the future or when we focus too much on the past, right? Right. So thinking about, okay, it doesn't really matter how I got here. Um, what matters is that I can reflect on the actions that I've taken, the inaction, right? Because sometimes it's inaction that caused you to kind of like, you know, lose your momentum. Right. But just reflecting on those things and trying to figure out what's what is the lesson in all of that. I see you got your little main going on, Mr. Dunlap.
0: I mean, if we go break it in like a lion. Roar. Let the main hang. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so just thinking about that and, you know, t- determine that regardless of whatever has happened to shift or change the trajectory that I want to be the best, right? Like I, I want to, I don't want to look at others and lament, right? And say so like, whoa, like how did they get there? Or like, um, and not necessarily envious but just wondering if there's something else that I could have done mm-hmm. to have that same modicum of success in whatever my area is some stuff i'm not even like really interested in but just wondering right. like hmm. what what was the sauce what mm-hmm. was that what's the you sauce know,
0: yeah what was that ingredient that you had that you know because we can all learn from others you know they yeah. say the best way to success is to mimic the, the pass someone else took mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. the easiest way to success you know there's because what works for one can work for another so you know when you look and, and and when you when you look at someone who's particularly that's in the space you want to elevate to,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you you look and you wonder. I've done that. I've done this. I've done this. I've done all of that, but w- I've done all the things that this person has done, but they're missing. You know, maybe one key thing. They have one key thing that I don't, or they discovered or encountered something that I that I didn't. You know. Um, so I, I think that's a I think that's quite that's a quite natural you know um, you know so I think that's a a, a quite natural um, path for a person to take um, you know in, in the in the discovery in the in the you know path of self discovery or the the path to achievement you know altogether.
1: I mean, and that's the role of a mentor, right? Like nobody picks a mentor, or nobody wants to be mentored by somebody who hasn't achieved more than what they've achieved, right? right? Like, so it doesn't have to be a negative, you know, it's not like you're a hater or whatever, but like, literally you pick mentors because they are people who have achieved greatness in an area that you're interested in, or they have achieved greatness in an area that, you know, you also want to achieve greatness in the area, but in your own way. Mm -hmm. But that's the role of mentors. That is, that's why you, you don't pick a mentor who hasn't accomplished anything. Right. It could be admiration, right? It doesn't have to be jealousy or envy or whatever. It could be admiration. And so, you know, what I wanted to do tonight was just, you know, talk, have a conversation with you about ways to get unstuck, right? Like if you feel like you're stuck for whatever reason, if you feel like, you know, you you don't know how to capitalize on things that you've already done, right? Like just because it's been years since you've done those things doesn't mean that you throw them away and start from scratch. Like it's out right. there, the work that you've done. it it, it has paved a foundation. It has laid a foundation for you to do something. So like, what are your thoughts about that? About ways to recapture your momentum?
0: So I want to take a step back, you know, and and I want to call out something that I think a lot of us take for granted is the fact that momentum, particularly in the beginning is easy. Mm -hmm. If you know what you want to do, what you want to get into and you, and especially those groundbreaking when you're, just into the throes of it, and you—it's kind of that beginner's luck, where Absolutely. you know where you're where you're meeting, you know, a lot of like-minded people. Where you know you meet people who are in the same space as you. They're in that beginning phase too. Um, and that per and and, and the energy you all put in the energy that you get from that drives you to keep moving forward, and you're learning and you're growing, and it's like because everything is new, and when you into when you're doing something that you're into. And you're just surrounded. You're just absorbing all of this information. You're meeting all of these new people. But like all things, there's a plateau. And that's where, you know, we have to make that. And that's where we have to, that's what we have to call out. Because it's always, you know, it's always popping when it's fresh and new. It's always boom, boom, boom. It seems like everything is happening. It's like, oh man, I'm doing this. I'm going here, meeting this person. But then you get to a point where you've done all of that that climbing because most of us think that it's this it's no it's this then this and then this and then this and each time you know, and and the truth is, is every time you do this it's either going depending on how you manage this this is either going to get longer or it's going to get shorter That's good. depending on depending on the lessons that you learn on the climb up
2: mm-hmm. you know
0: and, and again you know it's one thing to stay it's one thing to, to 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 stay motivated and keep you and, and build momentum but it's a whole another thing that when you're on that that plateau to keep that ball rolling because then it's, it's a you're pedaling now yes. you're having to keep you having to keep it going you're not it's it's not you're the hot kid on the block you got the hot idea that everybody just you know you just got everybody's coming to you but now you hit this place where you're known now now you have to Um, sell people on who you are you know now you have to sell your product now because you know now that that you know kind of how we talked about with the bell curve how you have those first those early adopters who's going to who's going to go and they're going to be the first ones to grab it but then you're going to get into further into that bell curve where you have to convince people and then you have the people who just not going to buy your stuff so you have that you get to that space where you're you're reaching that top Portion of the bell curve to where you start to level out where where people aren't necessarily convinced. And so that's the tough part. That's where, you know, um, moment, momentum has to be sustained. And I think that's where most of us, um, I don't want to say fall off, but I think that's where most of us lose gas because we like to think about things in a vacuum, right? We like to think about, oh yeah, when I'm doing this, I'm just doing this. Nothing else is going on. The world is literally stopped. And I'm just focused on this. But once we extrapolate from what you're doing to regular life and the the, the complexities that, that the real world will throw at you in spite of what you're doing, you may need 110% focused on this one thing, but life don't work like that. That's good. Nothing happens in a vacuum. And sometimes we could take what I'm going to call hits that can that can stop our momentum where we have to slow down and sometimes stop and go tend to something go fix something go you know or even go in a totally different direction you know and so I think it's important to you know acknowledge that I think it's because if you don't know what you find yourself because like the first time I found myself plateauing out I got depressed because I thought there was something I was doing wrong I thought that you know, my opportunity that that was all I got. But no, it was like, no, this is a natural part of progression. You know, you go through these, these spells where you're essentially being tested, you know, and, and, and the test is that, can you sustain this? Because if you can, then this is what you really want to do. If you can sustain the point, if you can sustain those um, spans of time where you're peddling, And it's not your supporters that are pushing you forward. It's not your product or your idea or whatever you have that's either pulling you or pushing you forward, but it's you, you're having to call people, touch base with people, make face to faces. You're having to do the work, you know, and that's, and I think that's where we sometimes fall. And especially when real life hits. And we got to do all this stuff. We got to carry the business and make sure it does this or carry the idea and and really, really push it forward. Sometimes those, I'm going to call them distractions for lack of a better description. Those distractions can either, they can either pull you away for a certain amount of time or take you out completely. So I think it's important to understand those pitfalls, to understand those, um, moments when things slow down and when the 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 path isn't that clear or you get distracted or you get hurt whether it's emotionally or physically or something hurts you in a way you know whether you lose a whether you lose a business partner to another venture or you know whatever the case may be but it changed it slowed you down to change your trajectory or change your timelines whatever the case it may be, but I think it's important to, to, in order to understand momentum, to start with some of those things that can, that can hamper it, that can hinder it. And, you know, it need to totally throw you off the path or slow you down, you know? Uh, so I think it's important that, that we, that we talk about that. Um, cause, Cause that's like lifting weights, yeah, you know, I you got you know, like to build that, you know, you have to build that muscle
1: everything everything you said is amazing and I was thinking about you know maybe just being mindful of you know as you are you talked about the plateau and, and, and having the pedal and when you think about it like when you really think about it not when you sit there and lament like not when you feel sorry for yourself and you're in that cosmic you know that mental cycle of like oh you know what was me but you think about the fact that along the way you have picked up New things, new people, new baggage, new pains that cause new mental blocks or new anxieties or whatever the case may be, and so it's hard, you know, to um, adequately assess it without also taking note of those things, right? So when you started, you had a ten pound bag on your back, right? And so that wasn't that much weight for you. you. You you're going and you like you said you're flying. You got the momentum, and then on the plateau you're pedaling and everything's going smoothly, but because it's going smoothly and it doesn't feel like an incline anymore, then you start to pick pick up other things because you're like, oh, I can do this, right? And you start to pick up other things, other responsibilities, other relationships. And as you're going, you're thinking this is cool because I'm just on a flat and I'm just, or whatever. But then when when you hit that incline again with that new weight on you,
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I want to call out an interesting point because you you said something that was critical and it's in the um, the sense of the distractions. Mm-hmm. You lose focus yeah. when you have that laser focus on that one thing, because like you said, you hit that plateau and you get confident like, oh, man, I can I could take on more. I could do this not knowing that. Yeah. But, you know, you're a pie. And the more you divide that pie up, the less you can do with your pieces. Mm -hmm. So it's that it's that that focus part because when you lose focus, that's when you know, that's when all of that stuff will start to hit you. And the problems that you that come from the other things you took on because they gain a life of their own. And guess what? One thing that you were doing that had your attention 100 percent of the time. Now you got to split your do. Even if it's 10 percent, 10 percent is huge. You know, and so I, I think that that was what you said was really, I mean, was just that that I that's that notion of focus, just staying focused. Don't, you know, don't take, you know, try to reduce if you because if you because sometimes you can't be hardline and don't take on anything because that's not reality, you know, should be but, a
2: parent.
0: right? Exactly, you know, or if you're just a, or, or you know, some people, some of us are our own worst enemy, if you're a busybody. Ooh. you know and you have to be doing stuff you know you can't you know you're impatient mm-hmm. you have to be even though you know something is working you have to be seeing active results i know people that are just okay i know this is going i'm going to go take on this while that's while that's baking and it's like no no focus on that just yeah. give it time because well, I, if I, this is busy because i think
1: i i think that some of us are and a lot of it has to do with the way you were raised. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Some of us have a horrible relationship with the rest. Yeah. Like the idea of rest feels like laziness.
0: Yep. And you or feel like you got to stay it, busy.
1: Yeah. Like you're worried about like, okay, like if I, if I rest, if I don't do something, then what happens if this doesn't pan out? Then you just wasted all that time being, you know, quote unquote resting when you should have been doing something else. Like right. if you, it's almost like I think about the analogy of a field, right? Like the, it is okay to give the field certain off seasons from certain crops because if you overdo it, then it's going to ruin the land. But when you're giving the the, the the soil an off season from that crop, you still grow something else. You got to mm-hmm. eat.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and so some of us were raised to think that. Taking a break or take or or resting, you know, like around the house. Sometimes I have I have a struggle with like, okay, um, can I rest when it's still laundry in there? Yeah. You know, like I don't even feel like I don't, I, I if my body forces me to take a nap, I'll do it. But then my mind is saying, now why'd you take a nap? And you know you got all that laundry to do. Mm. You know, and 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 again, and I think it's I think it's the way we were raised, but I also think it is in our uh we come from a community of people who have never had an opportunity to rest. No matter how you felt, you had to, right? Like we just talked about in the Today in History, like you have to work twice as hard because you have to pay twice as much for something that's mediocre. And so in order for you to be able to afford that, like, and, and we've just, I mean, think about it. We come from hundreds of years of chattel slavery. So the idea of taking a break seems so counterproductive. Right. Like, how do you ever catch up in this race that we're in? If you. Take breaks while, you know, you're working while everybody is sleeping, because you got
0: to. You know, and, you know, you said something um, that kind of, you know, sparked something in my head, you know, you know, on top of the way you were raised and, you know, you know, you know, in the the things that have been ingrained in, in us, there's also the it's also what's also it's not it's relative but it's it's own it deserves its own topic is your value of yourself
2: that's it Mm -hmm.
0: you feel like in order for me to be worth anything Mm
2: -hmm.
0: of worth i have to be doing i have to be doing x y z a b all the way back around Mm -hmm. if you're doing if if you're doing any less because we we all we all get either whether we create them on our own or whether they're given to us from other people, we have sometimes these unrealistic expectations. You know, we have these expectations. I'm supposed to be working two and three jobs. I'm supposed to be making X amount of money by said time. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be doing that. Because if I don't, then I feel like I'm not holding up my end. I feel like I'm not standing on my convictions. I feel like I'm not being the best representation of myself. And so we, we base our value on how much we can do again it's like i said it's all it's 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 its own topic but it's all relative because if you even go back even if you go back to chattel slavery it's like you value by how much work you could take on how home.
1: many pounds of cotton you can pick or how
0: many right and if you and if you you know you and if you picked 100 100 bales of cotton versus you know um 105 bales of cotton you would be you know probably you know reprimanded or worse you know, for the, 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 you know, the minus five pounds, you know, and so you, you know, so you, you create these expectations in your mind to meet these unrealistic or some, or I want to say unreal, with these unrealistic and, you know, incredibly demanding, you know, goals. And so we, we get into this phase where we, where we figure if I make the high demand on myself, then that gives nobody else space to. If I'm already That's doing it. That's
1: pretty good, actually. You just hit something.
0: If if I'm already doing it, then I'm either ready if somebody else does it, mm-hmm. or I don't have room for them to do it. It's
1: like you, you know hurt your own feelings first.
0: Right. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like punishing yourself first. It's like doing it to yourself before somebody else does it to you. You know, and, and it's kind of one of those, you know, when you're when you're used to being in a certain position, you jedi mind trick yourself into believing. You know, you you do what you get. It's, it's survival of the fittest mm-hmm. down to the mental fabric. you'll create except for what, the
1: people who will have the most ain't doing
0: nothing. But that but again, they you know, in order for them to survive without you know, without intense guilt or shame, they had a Jedi mind trick themselves into believing that this was the way to be. That okay, this is this is acceptable, you know. Um, you know, but again, you know, I, I but again that's that's speculation because no, I, I, I think can't it's see right. a I can't see a life of leisure as something I got to convince myself is a good thing. Personally, that's just no, but me I'm
1: personally. just uh, what well, I guess what I was saying was that when you when you talk about people Jedi mind tricking themselves. Oh, okay, yeah. In order for you to even feel that you deserve to be at the top when you haven't done anything, like like how did you
0: what
1: wh- how did you come to that? Right, that had to be a and, mindset. But also for you to be able to Jedi mind trick the people who you're working like a dog that everything they produce belongs to you their time their energy their whatever it that is they're producing and then you are going to be benevolent enough to like break them off a little piece so they can survive right so so you're putting all your energy into somebody else's machine and then they're like here you go here's
2: five dollars for your eight hours of work right that's
0: i mean you know so you know but we we all do things you know kind of you know getting back to the you know the the topic at hand you know we all do things that we think is is keep us motivated we we do all do things that we believe is the key to our motivation whether it's you know high expectations whether it's um you know whether it's taking on more than we can handle whether it's you know um you know, or whether heck, whether it's fear, or failure. Yeah, you know, I feel
1: so um, called out tonight. <laughs> you know, we,
0: you know, we all do. You know, we all do essentially what we have to do to stay motivated. But the hard part is when you know, because how? Because the the topic, one of the 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 main topic of the day was how do you regain that momentum? Yep. How do you get back? Or not because you you so to to. Cause one of the things I've stopped telling myself is I gotta get back to doing something. That's that that's already put a defeatist mindset. I see what
1: you're saying, yeah. You
0: see what I'm saying? It's like, you know, um, and so it's like, you know, how do I do ultimately what I want to do, not get back to it? Cause if I want to do it, that's what I want to do. I don't, I'm not trying to move backwards. I'm trying to move forward into what I ultimately want. And so, you know, I wrote down some things about, you know, about some things about, you know, regaining momentum, you know, because personally, I'm in a battle of my own, you know, and that's, you know, getting back into, after my, you know, my injuries, you know, getting back into training, you know, so I have my own, you know, and these are some of the things that I've been doing to kind of mentally get myself out of the position that, you know, in the mindset that I'm in, and that's self-reflection. You know, just being honest with where you are. Don't mm-hmm. sit down. I'm I'm not mo- I'm not unmotivated. I'm I'm motivated. I'm just don't have time to do it. I just don't have the time. I just don't have the time. Or I got this going on. Or I got more important things than if it's more important than if, if 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 you got other things more important than the thing that you're trying to motivate yourself to do, then you got some wires crossed. <laughs> um and it's been it's about being honest about where you're at. I want to, I want to do this more. Mm-hmm. I want to do my thing but I'm just not motivated regardless of the reasons you know That's
1: it's, good. You are calling me out. Okay, I'm
0: okay. And and it's like and then and then there's the determination about where you want to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If that's the thing you want to do is is standing on that. This is what I want to be doing with myself. But you got to take into account the things that have happened that made you pause in the first place.
2: That's good.
0: What changed? What, what changed you from being able to do this, you know, say every day to not being doing, able to do it at all? What changed? Because that has to be factored in. Nothing, nothing. again, nothing happens in a vacuum. It's all relative. Um, and once you determine that, you set your goal and reverse engineer it. This is where I want to be and you work backwards. How do I get to there from here? You go start from step Z all the way back to A. And it has to matter to you. Going back to your original point, it has to matter. If it's not important enough, you're never going to be motivated to do it. And so yeah. if it's something that you, you just want to do, you got to ask yourself, okay, I've been tr- like, you know, people who've been, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start this for years on end. And they never do for, you know, this seven, 10 years down the line. What happened to that thing you was going to do? Oh yeah, I'm still working on it. The question big is based, like how can, how really is, impo- how, how important is this to you? Or is this just something you like? To- it's just, or is this just a talking piece for you? Because you don't ever seem to move forward. It's kind of like that lady on um the um the show we watched. They've been trying to do the um the clothing line every season. Oh,
1: she by Shereen.
0: Yeah, she kept you kicking the can down the road. <laughs> you had to say it. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean, it's everybody know it. Real Housewives.
0: <laughs> but that, but you know, she she eventually did it. She but did. after mm-hmm. You know, but again, that's kind of, that's just a, you know, an, an example, you know, and, but if, but again, if, if that's your thing, if that's what you ultimately want to do, you're going to be laser focused on that thing Yeah. and you, and your life and you set your life up to support that goal. Um, and then there's the notion of, when we talk about reverse engineering it, then there's the, 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 the task of setting those small trackable steps, mm-hmm. you set your steps that you can track. Don't just, you know, no open-ended, what can you track? Where can you say, okay, check your list off, your checklist, right? Set your dates, you know, and, and, and when you hit them, them, small, them small milestones, celebrate them. The only way you're going to get the momentum is to feel good about what you're doing. is to, to celebrate the smallest successes towards that ultimate goal. That's good.
2: Cool.
0: And, you know, address your fears, the worries and your doubts. and i think that should that should be part of that first Mm self-reflection what am i afraid of yeah
2: sometimes we're afraid of of success
0: that and i was just about to say that sometimes Mm -hmm. it's it's winning and sometimes it's which it's it's not just winning it's what you have to do once you win
2: yeah because remember once
0: you become the champion Mm -hmm. then you have to defend the title you don't get the title and then you champion for the rest of your life you're the champion until somebody comes take your title and so it's not just get it's not just getting there it's beyond that that's it what, what are you going to do beyond that you know and so and a lot of people don't think past that a lot of people don't think past the shiny you know the shiny gold they think yeah. up to it and they because they think everything is going to happen at that point point. and it's like no because um new levels new devils
1: that's it and but that's you, really good because it, it keeps you from feeling i think sometimes you know like comparison is the thief of joy And it keeps you from, you know, um, wishing you were someplace different than where you currently are when you think about, like, maybe I don't even have the character for that. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe I want it, but then when I get there, do I have the character to to sustain that? Like, maybe on this little level that I'm on, right, um, which is still bigger than anything I ever imagined for myself, you know, maybe... I have a few friends that I could really trust. I have a few friends that I know are not around me, just trying to like make moves. I have, I live authentically and I try to surround myself by other authentic people. But then you get to a place where you can't trust anybody because everybody's shady and everybody's trying to make moves off of each other. And everybody's looking for, like everybody has surface level conversations and you, you meet people's representatives and not the real them. I'm not built for that you know what I'm saying and so I know to in order to be true to myself, I can only do you know authentic relationships because what what happens is that I connect myself you know, trying to
2: you know reach out more and be a part of things and do more and then I connect myself and then I realize like,